Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Mark in Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I hope you're well wherever you're listening to me in the world today and thank you for listening. It's lovely to have you all here and the figures are growing by the day so I really appreciate you staying in touch. Today, uh, just a quick uh, thought for the day here in this podcast. Um, now, I have come across um, a fantastic, well, he was, sadly, he's no longer with us, a Japanese animator. Um, and I am absolutely, well, mesmerized um, by some of his work that uh, I have been watching and trying to research and find out about. I found it rather curious. And like all things in life, when we get curious, it can take us to interesting places. In fact, there's a great line out of Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, where the uh, the, the the characters in there, one of the characters says, um, well, I think it's actually Alice, to be fair. She says to the white rabbit, she says, curiosity often leads to trouble. And it can do, right? Um, there's also a nice little rhyme uh, from Britain, I believe it is. Although, correct me if I'm wrong, it might not have originated in Britain, but it is curiosity killed the cat, satisfaction brought it back. All right. So, yeah, curiosity can kill the cat. In other words, you can get into a lot of trouble when you get curious. Um, but curiosity is part of the human nature, I believe. And I believe when we lose our curiosity, it means that things aren't going so well for ourselves. Um, if we lose our ability to be intrigued by life, to wonder, to consider where we're going or what makes that work or why does that do that? And this is what happens in our English lessons and obviously our life coaching sessions as well at times. We take time out from our very busy days, our schedules to consider what is going on either with our language or with our lives. And this is what this podcast is about, um, using um, Isao um, Takahata's uh, work to frame it. So I'm grateful to him um, for his work and his legacy that he's left with the world. Um, and another fantastic example of some of the, the beautiful stuff that is coming and has come out of Japan. Um, and I have to say that until I started working um, with many Japanese clients, I was totally unaware, um, very ignorant um, of the culture of Japan and the history and just the, the intricacies um, of even the Japanese language and how it's just totally different um, in so many ways um, at opposite ends to English language, um, which has given me a, a completely additional, um, I suppose, admiration for all of my Japanese students. So thank you. Uh, I know you're listening. And for the hard work that you do to really try and work out English, because it is like chalk and cheese, and that's a great idiom, right? So very different. Um, and you do amazingly well to battle your way through to make sense of English, and also to try and help me make sense of some of the, the reasons why things don't translate um, across when you, when you try to do so uh, between Japanese and English. So um, I learn just as much as you do. So um, I believe that I should be actually thankful to each and every one of you for what you have taught me and in the time that I've been working with you all. And it is a great honor and privilege to work with you. So let's talk about um, the thought for the day. So I'm, I'm actually talking about his film only yesterday. Now, it's not as widely known. In fact, a lot of his work isn't widely known. If you don't know, if you've never come across um, Isao Takahata, then please check him out, check his work out. It's animated, it's beautiful, um, kind of a balance of fantastical but reality. And he uh, is probably, or was the, the most I think, creative storyteller I've come across. Um, like I say, I'm just kind of blown away at the moment. 
But the reason I picked Only Yesterday is because it is quite a nostalgic, a nostalgic movie. Um, and I just want to speak about it to the point of Only Yesterday is about reminiscing. And it's a story and it's, uh, it's shown through the eyes of a young, a young woman um, as she travels to the countryside. She's going to visit some relatives who work on their farm. And along the way on the journey there, um, she begins to reminisce about her childhood, okay? And, and that's what the film really covers, to be fair. And if you don't want the film spoiled, I suggest you, t- you don't listen to the full rest of this, okay? Um, but anyway, let's just carry on. So, and basically, it covers everything, her exploits from falling in love for the first time, you know, going through sort of transitioning from childhood to young adulthood, dealing with the family, all of these issues that we all have had to go through to become the people we are today so far. And remember, we haven't actually stopped growing. This is the point of this little podcast, is to ask you a question. You know, have you stopped growing? Do you think you're the finished article? Do you believe that your life is now fixed, that this is it for you? Um, This story, Only Yesterday, um, features, as I say, very heavily upon reminiscing about her childhood dreams and what she thought about and what she dealt with. And part of the story, to be honest with you, is about her wrestling with the feelings while she's on the farm and going through all of this. Um, she is kind of wondering and contemplating her life. And through these reminiscences, she is sort of realizing that, well, is she actually who she wanted to be? For example, if we look at it from that level, um, many of us wrestle with this. We start off in childhood with certain ideals, don't we? Innocence. And this is actually um, what Isao does a lot in many of his films. In fact, you know, um, Grave of the Fireflies um, is another one, um, quite a traumatic uh, movie about um, two um, young orphans surviving in obviously World War II in Japan. And again, um, it touches heavily upon innocence and then innocence loss and how you know, should we give up our innocence? And when we do, what does that then, what does that make us? Where does that take us? How do human beings, when we lose our innocence um, and our, our kind of our memories from our childhood, as it were, even if we've had a very harrowing childhood or hard childhood, there's still parts of us, right? Even in that childhood, that had hopes and dreams. Um, and I, I, for one, can hold my hand up on that. And I'm sure I'm not alone. Um, it, it isn't always necessarily a bed of roses. That's an idiom, right? A bed of roses means it's beautiful, right? A bed of roses, um, as in rose petals, I'd say. If I was laying in a bed of roses, though, um, it, you know, roses have thorns. We've got to be careful, right? We don't want to um, lie on the thorns. We just want to lie on the rose petals. But the two come together, and that's a very good analogy um, for me to use, a bit of a metaphor, because... Life isn't all about just picking off the rose petals, is it, and lying on it. Um, if you want the rose petals, you've got to accept their thorns along the way with them, I guess. And that's an interesting thought for us all to ponder in our life today. Um, even if there are thorns, can you find the petals amongst the thorns as well? Um, you can't have one without the other, it seems. Like without day, then, you know, there is no night. You've got to have the two, it seems. It's that balance in life that's everything. And the point of this this little podcast rambling, I suppose, is to ask you, contemplate your life today. Like the young woman in the story, um, Taiko, she travels obviously to the countryside to work there. And while she's there, um, she actually meets a young man, a 
um, Toshio. They hit it off. Um, she's kind of still caught up in her nostalgic sort of wanderings of the past. And really throughout the film, we're watching her wrestle with who she was, who she is, and then who she wants to be. And that's really hard, isn't it? And this is what I wanted to speak to you all today about and ask you, are you wrestling with who you were, who you are now, and who you want to be? Okay. And sometimes if we think about it and through the movie itself, it sort of contemplates the whole arc of, of her life. Um, and she finds herself wondering if she's been true to the dreams of her childhood self. And also in there, there is some kind of underplaying commentary, I feel, about how um, unmarried women, particularly, are viewed in Japanese culture, which is interesting. Um, and that does add a bit of an extra twist to her particular situation in the movie. So I think it's a great thought-provoking movie in many different ways. Um, and I know that the, the, the pressures um, on women in Japanese society are quite different. Um, and it is a hard balancing act. But, you know, um, as I keep saying, we have just humanity that unites us all. It doesn't matter what your gender is or your gender identity or sexuality or your you know, religion, where you're from in the world, to be honest with you. We're humans. And I think if we come back to the human feeling here, we all have hopes and dreams and then stuff happens in life, doesn't it? Stuff can really happen for some of us that knocks it out of us, knocks your hope and your dreams away. And you end up then kind of just surviving in life. Um, think of it a little bit like a boat on the sea and then a storm comes along. Okay, So, you know, at first you're just having a nice, pleasant little sail around, you know, your ocean of your life, perhaps. And then as we go out in the boat into the wider waters, away from the coastline, away from the safety of the harbour, which again could be a metaphor for leaving perhaps a more innocent time behind. Um, although, as I say, some of us didn't quite have a great innocent childhood to leave behind, but there's still a part of that there somewhere. And when we go into the wider world, it's like going out into that big, rough Atlantic or Pacific Ocean, right? The waves are huge. They threaten to capsize our boat. And... If you're not careful, you can end up feeling like you're constantly just battling through ocean after ocean after ocean. And when you live like that, when you are living day to day like that, you're not really in control of that ship, are you? You are just literally just trying to survive the next wave and the next wave rather than being clear about your direction. And this is what I wanted to reflect in this little piece is that are you battling waves, wave after wave? Are you really sailing in the direction you want or are you simply just trying to battle around the waves and ending up in, you know, whichever direction you need to go to get around this particular wave? And that's a hard thing to do. And I totally feel that for you today, if that is you. If your life feels more like that than being on a pleasure cruise <laughs> um, or, you know, sort of taking your life in control and going in the direction you want, I totally understand and respect you for fighting that very hard fight. Um, I believe that some of this, not all of this, comes down from where we left, or the harbour that we left and, you know, how well your craft is equipped to deal with this situation. And just like in this movie where she contemplates her life and is it where she wants to be, um, I think that it's a hard challenge for all of us sometimes to decide that perhaps, yeah, perhaps we're not going in the direction that we want. Um, I once had a, a, a friend um, who said to me, you know, 
Sometimes it takes total bravery and courage to do a complete handbrake U-turn in the road. Now, a handbrake U-turn is literally, imagine driving your car <laughs> in one direction, really, really fast, and then realizing, you know what? No, actually, I don't want to go in this direction. I've changed my mind. Now, it's kind of hard, particularly if you've set off and committed to pursuing something in your life that you've put yourself into, and a lot of people perhaps don't want you to. But maybe somewhere along the journey you realize, no, I really don't want to go in this direction. And then you're left with this, oh, I could lose face, right? If we talk about sort of the, the more Eastern and, and Asian way of considering this, loss of face means, you know, we're humiliated by this and it's a bad thing. And, oh, we can't say that we've made a mistake. And obviously in Japanese culture, it's very pressurized not to make a mistake. Um, and therefore we might carry on driving the car in the wrong direction. But of course, that's just going to take us to nowhere. It's just going to take us to more misery. So sometimes it's very brave to literally yank the handbrake, which is like in the center of the vehicle. That's not the main brake, but the big brake that parks the car stationary. When you do that driving fast, it does, it flips your car, sometimes flips it over. But the point here is to do a handbrake turn to turn the car immediately in the other direction, okay? Um, now, that doesn't mean you should go back to where you've come from, but perhaps it means that you should just go and explore another direction somewhere else. And I believe it does take great bravery to do that, to say, you know what, this isn't what I'm meant to be doing with my life. I think I'm meant to be doing something else. But of course, be prepared for huge changes and pushback, um, particularly if you do a handbrake term in the middle of your life. Um, it can get very messy, as I myself um, have understood and experienced. But you know, um, to do that, is sometimes essential for your survival, for your sanity, um, for other people's survival and sanity, even if they don't appreciate it at the time, it was the right thing to do to help everybody. Um, and, you know, often we make decisions that other people in our lives can't understand. And if this is you, if you're contemplating a big decision today or for your future, and you feel you might have to make a handbrake turn, I'm here to say it's okay to do it, but just be prepared for some of the you know, things that can happen when you do that. It will definitely disrupt lives, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And it's about a balance in life, isn't it? Because remember also, if we think about our nostalgic musings, that's a nice set of words, right? Nostalgic, thinking of the past in a very pleasant way through rosy-tinted spectacles. There's some nice words for you today for your vocabs. Rosy-tinted spectacles means just looking at life and the past only for the good stuff, not remembering all the bad stuff that went with it, right? We're often prone to doing that. Prone mean likely to, a tendency. We're prone to it. Um, and musings are just like mm, ruminating, thinking it through in your head, imagining getting stuck in your own fantasy world about that part of your life. But we forget all of the bad stuff with it as well. It can be very easy to slip into that. Okay. And But when we think about that, okay, it helps us reflect on who we were back then and the past experiences. And in a way, the movie itself, Only Yesterday, looks at you know how the protagonist, how she found some comfort and joy thinking about that, okay? But also, when we do that, it, it also, the film, I think, and uh, when we do that, affirms that it's also good to move on in life and become a better, more mature, accomplished, fulfilled version of yourself. And doing that means leaving something of your childhood behind or your past that you've left behind. Um, and in a way, Only Yesterday shows that in a very bittersweet manner, in a beautiful manner, I'd say. And obviously using animation is ideal. 
because it just um, it lends its ability to jump into that fantasy sort of musing about the past and then present. The ending is absolutely, I think, interesting. Um, you know, I, I believe that when we look at the ending, in a way, it is kind of very, um, yeah, I think sort of pulling at the heartstrings, okay? But, and I'm not going to spoil the ending. If you want to see the ending, um, I'm going to include the link to that ending clip below for you, okay? Then you can watch it for yourself and see if you don't want to, uh, well, if you want to spoil the movie and don't want to watch the full movie, you can see what I'm saying. But the ending is kind of interesting. Um, check the link out down below and do check out the rest of his work. Um, an amazing guy and I think a great loss to the world. Um, he died in 2018. Um, and I'm just so sad that I've only discovered him now. Um, I believe that, uh, but luckily, thanks to the internet, as we all know, and this is why I'm out here podcasting, even when people die, um, they don't, because now to the power of the internet, we live on in a way. And I think that's, that's beautiful. That's the good thing about the internet. So I'm grateful for that today. What are you grateful for today? Try to find at least one thing that you're grateful for today. And um, I'm really grateful for all of you, my lovely listeners. And thank you for sharing um, this uh, this podcast with me, this little session. Um, I just want you to perhaps consider this. Are you going in the right direction in your life today? Are you happy? Um, have you achieved what you first thought about when you were a child? Are you doing what you wanted to do? Or are you doing something that is leaving you very empty and hollow and not who you wanted to be? Um, is your past steering your future? Um, can you let your past go? It's hard, right? It's hard. I mean, I know myself, as I've said before, I have uh, had challenges of my own and the past kind of represents itself again and again in the present. Um, it can be hard to still balance your life and push forward to develop into the person you're meant to be. But if I can do that, then you certainly can. You certainly can. And I believe that all of us, no matter um, what we've got going on in our life, um, have that capacity to transform even from the most awful of situations. I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying it doesn't come without a price. You know, I'm not getting nostalgic on that one, all right? But from, from your point of view, consider that today, okay? Really um, consider, yeah, are you doing what you'd like to do? And if not, could you take one step today that moves you a bit nearer to what you truly do want to do? Because life is too short. Um, I know that myself, um, some of my students know this as well, and in fact we all know it, right, because we've all either had an experience where, you know, we've known of somebody either close to us or not who and suddenly is no longer around, and it really makes us consider perhaps at times, depending on the impact, our life, and have we done everything we want? If our time was up, if our time was up tomorrow, would you be able to say, you know what, yeah, I'm happy with what I did in my life. I'm happy with, with what I'm doing right now at this moment. If you can, that's brilliant. That's excellent, okay? I'm, I'm really, that is what we would want for all of us, right? Okay, if it's not, if it's not, then perhaps consider, take a step today to move yourself towards that direction. Now, remember, you know, as I say to my lovely students in, in China in particular at the moment, and I, I really feel for you if you're in China right now, um, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, okay? So sometimes we can't get to where we want to go 
very fast. And that, for me and myself personally as well, is a huge frustration. You know, if you're ambitious, if you really feel your time is running out, um, and many of us do in different ways, um, and if you feel time is running out, then there's so much you want to do, right? And not enough time to do it all in. And it can then sometimes lead to anxiety and stress and really then give up, right? You know, um, feel like it's just pointless. I'm never going to do it all in time. So I just want you to know that those feelings, if you're having them, are totally valid. It's normal. It's understandable. It's part of the human condition. Try not to let that completely disturb you. And there's a great line in a song by the Eagles. Uh, Take it easy is the song. And there's a line in that song, which I try to remind myself of. It's just popped into my head now talking to you. And it is this, that don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Right? So it's about not letting your own racing thoughts and minds like the racing wheels and the noise in your head drive you completely insane. Take it easy, all right? Just try to enjoy the journey, not just racing on to get to your destination. You're going to lose the beauty of life. There is beauty in life. My goodness, it can be hard to find it these days. I know for all of us, uh, the world is a very messy, complicated pace at the best of times. But at the moment, even more so, I feel. Um, these are challenging times for all of us. Um, but you can still have hopes, your dreams, your desires. And don't forget, don't forget where you came from, the way you want to go. Um, even for those of us who might not have had that total innocence of childhood. Um, but there's still a fragment of you in there somewhere. All right. So I'm thinking of you all. Have a great start, end, middle of your day because you're all around the world, which I think is awesome. I really am thankful for you all. Thank you for listening um, and take care of yourself, okay? Be safe, be kind to one another. I'll see you soon. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level English coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, Maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.